This is how we ended up staying at the Hotel Del Coronado. Where do you want to stay for a Yelp spring break? At one of the Yelp recommended hotels. It's not one of the Yelp recommended hotels, but how about the Hotel Del Coronado? Where's that? It's the iconic hotel of San Diego, located on the peninsula. There's a lot of history to this hotel. Lots of famous people stay there. It's like the Royal Hawaiian Hotel in Honolulu. Oh, by the way, it's going to cost money. But it shouldn't matter because you have a lot of disposable income and we're on vacation. Okay, no problem. This review is from Peter C., who's having a conversation with himself. Featuring the beautiful place in Coronado, the Hotel Dell. He goes on to say, this is a really beautiful hotel with fantastic service. When you're paying top dollars to stay at a place like this, it's kind of expected to be pampered by service. I love the little details, especially every time I pick up the phone to call the front desk. They would address me by Mr. C. We had an issue with our room safety deposit box one late evening and needed it fixed before we left in the morning. They called a locksmith that came and resolved it without any inconvenience to us. Why the four stars and not five? I didn't like the floorboards in our room, making a squeaking noise whenever I walked around. I guess it's due to the age of the hotel. It got annoying real quick. I recommend staying here and enjoying all that the resort has to offer. Again, another conversation with himself. Answering his own questions. Oh, Peter. I find it amusing that none of these reviews for the Hotel Del Coronado on Yelp featured anything about the hauntedness. Squeaky floors? You have to expect that. This place is centuries old. It has more history than you, Peter C. For this week's episode, I'd love to take you guys back to my hometown of San Diego, California. America's finest city. So I'm going to be breaking down some of the most hilarious, influential, anyone from single stars to a couple of five star, mostly single stars though. Those are the more entertaining ones for you guys in my hometown of beautiful San Diego. Now I've spent many of time on this beach and I've done a couple of bonfires there as well, but this gentleman named Michelangelo experienced a s'mores on the beach at the Hotel Dell. I wanted to break down a couple of games that he played and maybe suggest a couple to you guys and ask questions on how we can make these more effective as well. So he begins by talking about a special section of the beach is blocked off with fire pits and beach chairs for the resort stays. Snuggling up with friends while roasting marshmallows on spits to smash with Hershey's chocolate bars and graham crackers. And creating our own games to play on the beach, such as shooting marshmallows into the garbage can. Isn't that just tossing trash? That just seems like you're making a game about cleaning up after yourselves. Are you guys singing songs while you're doing that game as well? Next game, who can stuff the most marshmallows in their mouth? Maybe that was to get some kid who was really annoying at that song you were singing to be quiet and just keep him quiet. Let's play the quiet game. Next time try, let's play the who can stuff the most marshmallows in their mouth game. Followed by who can eat the most marshmallows. 
I don't know what parent would volunteer their child for that and having to stay up all night with that sugar rush. Or who's that person who's the challenger and is really going to sit down and eat an entire bag of marshmallows, maybe two, maybe three bags of them, and then what are you going to be roasting? You better have backups for those hungry man challenges. This moment was the high point to my San Diego trip that I will forever treasure as it was enjoyed with very special friends. Aw, Michelangelo, having those s'mores on the Hotel Del Beaches. You're listening to your Everyday Lessons from the Public, and my name is Britt. One of my favorite things about living in America's finest city is I always had a beautiful place to stay, whether that was with family, friends, or taking a wonderful staycation. I've actually visited a couple of local joints, nothing that I'm going to be featuring in today's episode because I wanted to, again, capture the best. But I did find one from my particular hometown, Imperial Beach, California, um, which is a location called the Sandcastle Inn. I definitely do not recommend this place. There are so many other beautiful places to stay within that particular city, whether that's an Airbnb, a beautiful motel, hotel, or inn, or a bed and breakfast. But the Sandcastle Inn is definitely one for the books for a rotten R is his name here on Yelp. Great location, but that's where the fun ends. We had no trouble in February getting a room with a front area to the motel. The room was rather dirty, with dust bunnies on the walls, on the windowsills, and under the bed. Some mold in the bathroom as well. There was a coffee or food drip of some sort running down the cupboards below the microwave. The bed was comfortable, however, there were few stains on the sheets. I thought they might change the sheets the next day, but they did not. They just made up the bed. When I pulled the sheets back to have a look at the mattress, I noticed a few long hairs from previous guests. Kinda gross. Says a lot about their lack of cleanliness. When it was time to sleep, I flick on the TV and start to sleep. About an hour later, I am awoken by some dude in the next unit who was apparently a late check-in who was now snoring like a bear. My girlfriend also wakes up and we are amused at how loud it is. It's as if he was sleeping in our room. Needless to say, it was a very sleepless night. The next morning, we could hear those people next door gathering their things and leaving. The next night, again, a late check-in next door. The guy watching TV, and then suddenly, we hear, rip. The guy farts and then lets out a sigh of relief. Ah, nice. I'm just hoping he doesn't snore. Well, he does. Not as loud as the dude the night before, but loud enough to keep me awake. So I just get up, I turn on the antique wall heater to create some sort of white noise to drown out the snoring next door, and that seemed to work. When we checked out the very nice girl working at the desk, I believe this is a family operation, asked me how everything was. I told her of the paper-thin walls and the snoring that kept me up. She says they try to have one room of separation whenever possible, but that wasn't possible this weekend, and sorry. Sorry, $125 per night? You're in the hospitality business. How about thickening those walls? 
cleaning the place up some, you know? Take some pride in the ownership of your business. We love the location right across the street from the beach, but next time I'll spend 20 bucks more per night and stay in a condo on the beach and hope for better luck. Quote, sorry. Gross. This review is gnarly. I definitely know what it means to have a snore. And sometimes you just can't control them, but you can only control you. Take a walk on the beach. Literally, this hotel is maybe 300 yards from where the shoreline is. 300 yards. Take a walk. Go sleep on the beach. Definitely done that plenty of times. Rotten R. Lesson learned. Sandcastle in. Next. All right. Now we're going to take it to downtown San Diego and do a place called the Keating Inn. Now, Joe R. wrote about this location, and it was actually featured on Ramsey's Hotel Hell. And after being on that show two years ago, it's still continuing the hell. There's a reason this hotel was on Ramsey's Hotel Hell. It's gone back to the ways of those days. Reserve the Imperial Suite for my wife's birthday. Stayed downtown to see Ralphie May in his comedy show. We show up and greeted very friendly. Then the apologies start. Oops, no cold drinks behind the counter that we usually had to our guests when they arrive. What? Yes, sir. We hand out a cool drink when you arrive, but we're out. Well, I'm showing up at 4 p.m. during check-in time. God forbid you stock that stuff up before people arrive, hmm? Whatever, no big deal. We get to our overpriced room, only to find too many problems in the next few hours. The room advertises DVDs in the lobby. Nope, that was the old ownership. We see you can order movies on the TV. Nope, that was the old ownership. The surround sound has two speakers not working. The shower had leaks like a gusher. Our complaints aren't heard and listened to with a friendly tone. Their excuse is old ownership and they need to update the brochures. Can't fix the shower head because maintenance guy is off. It's Saturday night. Then they explain we can get a movie at a red box down the street. We were thinking of watching a flick after Ralphie May show. Nope, no red box anywhere. The dinner was awesome and the show was fun. The next day, I'm asked to talk to the manager on site. After waiting 15 minutes, we leave. I call later that day only to be told by the manager that she was on our way to talk to us and that she was sorry for all the problems. She credits me $70 and states she will email me our new invoice. It never happens. I call later the following week and Shane, the GM, and I play phone tag. When we finally connect, he apologizes and blames their system. Had my email address incorrect in their system? Really? How did I get all those confirmations then? Uh-huh. Shane now offers us a gift certificate to use the next time we're in town. Fortunately, we leave in Escondido so I'm willing to give it another shot. Guess what, everyone? It's been a month. And the gift certificate never came ever. Oh my gosh, I am totally taking that liner when we hand out drinks when you arrive, but now we're out. That is a good one. And what kind of hotel has DVDs in the lobby? This is definitely not the 1990s. This review was written in 2015. Oh, Joe, you're outdated yourself. 
So the next time you have friends arriving at your place, you can definitely be like, sorry, we just ran out. We are gonna keep it downtown and this review is actually one of my favorites because it has a follow-up from the business itself. And it sounds like there's a little bit more drama that we can dig into here. So let's begin with the review, the point of view from Susan Z, who visited a place called Hotel Occidental. It's like accidental, but with an O. So we already know that's a problem. Starts off long, long overdue review and 411. The boyfriend and I stayed for a minute, but had to leave because the hotel is run like a prison. Not by management, but a group of residents who live permanently. Came here for my music career. Too bad had to leave close to all the venues. In short, we checked in and immediately, some of the residents crammed their friendship down our throats especially a few black dudes and some weird old man in a wheelchair. We were nervous, so we just gave in. We figured they're just super friendly, but they had an agenda. Had money and something stolen out of my safe. Can't prove it's them, but they were always trying to take our beers and asking for extra change. Had a falling out with one of the black dudes before I left. Super creepy weirdo. If you're not friendly and hang out with this strange group of people living there, they harass you until you do. They run a scam to get money, cigarettes, and beer from you and whatever else they can get. If you don't give them what they want, they make for trouble for you, hence prison-like environment. The older residents seem scared of them, maybe for good reasons. Towards the end of my stay, I didn't feel safe. Hotel is okay to stay for a week or two, but not any more than that. Management is clueless to what's going on. Staff are okay and mostly helpful. Rooms are small, community showers and toilet. Watch your back. Wow. I don't even know where to start on this one. But why would you even stay in a hotel that has community showers and a toilet? Like what? That's gotta be your first clue that it's gonna be weird. Second thing is, what is a bunch of black dudes running around with a man, old man in a wheelchair? That seems like a strange gang. Watch your back, but you can stay there for a week or two. I don't even know if I'd stay there for a minute. So it sounds like everybody listening now is on the side of Susan Z. Maybe we don't agree with her decision to stay at this hotel in the first place for a week or two but listen she's music career she's probably pinching her pennies we'll let her do that right so now we're feeling very empathetic for miss susan let's see what jh of hotel occidental writes in response thank you susan we understand that your review is tainted by the fact that you were asked to move out due to your domestic violence issue. Oh, Susan. We hope you're well, and we hope your, quote, boyfriend has seen the light. Peace be with you. Wow, Susan. 
I'm sure people are just making air horn noises right now, dropping the mic, going, oh, right? You can't make this shit up. That was a bigger issue than we all predicted from this single Yelp review. All right, we're going to keep this theme going of the review following the review. So this original review is from LGG on Dolphin Motel, and it's near Carlsbad. So we're getting a little bit more north in the county of San Diego. But this is a single star review, and I would say 90% of the reviews for Dolphin Motel are all five stars. So there's very, very few single stars. And this one has a response from the Dolphin Hotel itself on their Yelp page. It's a family-run business. So let's see if we can get into a little bit of their drama. So LGG says, got excited by good reviews and a nice location across the street from the harbor. Place is literally creepy. Security cameras and an owner who records and journal logs your every move like the Soviet KGB agents. After prepaying days in advance, we were asked to leave an hour later after a black AA friend visited us. When we didn't respond to the old man knocking on the door, he literally unlocked the door with his own key and stood there until we left. No refund was issued and we were lied to with creepy nonsense excuses. Wow, LGG, what are you doing inviting your black AA friends to visit you at a dolphin motel first of all? All right, so let's see what the dolphin motel has to respond to this. My father and I have enjoyed running our family-owned operated motel for decades with the attitude if you treat people right they will treat you right we've done well over the years with this respectful attitude our guests come from around the world the united states and the world including tourists families small business people and fishermen over the decades on very rare occasions we have a guest who does not share our philosophy and who is frankly not a nice person one who ignores our very minimal and fair motel rules. One of which is limiting the number of people in a room. Another is making sure our guests have a peaceful and quiet stay that they deserve. For example, one, guest checks in and passes the key off to another person. Two, that quote registered guest then stays in his car across the street and watches the motel while different men go into the room at 30-minute intervals with the person who was given the key. Three, concerned about the suspicious activity, the owners or desk clerk knock on the door to ask for an explanation and is ignored. Four, given no option, the owners have to suggest calling the police to resolve the issue. The occupants then voluntarily leave the room when this option is presented. The, quote, registered guest is never in the room. Our guests deserve the peaceful, quiet enjoyment for their stay, instead of the disturbing in-and-out-of-room activity all night. Sincerely, Alan Murdoch. Whoa, what is going on in this room? Every 30 minutes, a different man goes into a room? 
Of course he doesn't want to be running this type of motel. That's only happening in another location, which we'll get to at the end of the show. But how creepy is this document? He literally has marked down the four points that happen in this situation of events leading through this activity. Concerned about the suspicious activity, the owners or desk clerk knock on the door. This is amazing. So the Dolphin Hotel is definitely a great stay, family-friendly environment. They don't want any night callers. We'll get to that later. This review is going to be linked in the show notes because you guys have to see this photo. It's on a place called El Primero Hotel and it's by Delia. She lives in Santa Barbara. She was visiting San Diego. Well, she visited San Diego, but didn't stay at this particular hotel. You have to listen to this story. First of all, if I could give this hotel zero stars, I would. However, Yelp requires you enter at least one star. But anyways, here it goes. I had a very bad experience with this hotel. I called to check the rates for a room this Saturday night. The man, owner I'm assuming, quoted me for $145 for a room. I told him I'd call him back. I had to check with my husband, grab my credit card. I called back a few minutes later to book the room with my credit card. And the same man asks if I was the one that just called a few minutes ago. I said yes. He said he spoke to his wife and they want $170 a night instead. I said to him, but you just quoted me $145 a few minutes ago. He got very defensive and kept saying, well, you didn't take the offer the first time you called. I told him that he never once told me that it was the one-time offer and then if I didn't take it, they would decide to increase the rate. What is this, a freaking auction? He kept arguing with me and said, you don't have to take it. I told him that wasn't the point. I wasn't going to stay here anyways after this extremely rude and unethical service. It's just bad customer service to not honor the original quoted price. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what she ended up doing was sending a picture of this Yelp review because she said she was going to write one about it and she included $170 in Monopoly money to book a room and she's calling it instead of El Primero Hotel the El Stinko Hotel oh Delia you can't make this shit up our final review comes from the Pearl Hotel from Jordan F Remember I was promising you that night entertainment? Well, here you go. I was here for a networking event and wow, it took my breath away. But it was more of a gasp than anything else. It was a sad attempt at a chic Hollywood feel. Sure, they have all the elements, open setup, poolside cabanas, huge overhead screen for movies or whatever, but it just missed the mark. The restaurant was tiny, the bartenders were way too into themselves, and the neighborhood was sketchy to say the least. I think I remember the manager even promoting cheaper rates for rooms after midnight. Sleazy much? In their defense, I haven't been back since last winter, but after that experience, I don't have any reason to go back. Wow, cheaper rates after midnight at the Pearl Hotel. 
that definitely seems like a great motel that would have that sort of thing. If you're going to call it the Pearl Motel, I mean, where do pearls come from? What happens when you open a clam, you know? So many puns. I'm sure you guys are developing them all in your heads. I'll leave you to that. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you are liking, subscribing, commenting, giving me feedback, showing me love. I appreciate you guys for listening to your everyday lessons. 